This is the weekly sales meeting for October 30th, 2022. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic is desperation. Desperation is a bad perfume. There are two parts of desperation. One part can be a grand motivator. When you have nothing left to lose, you will scratch and claw to get to the finish line. In these fight or flight scenarios, instinct takes over. It pushes us on a path we may have not otherwise selected. With your back against the wall, you will find out what your ingredients are. In this case, desperation can be useful to push us beyond our comfort zone. Many a grand work of art was forged out of necessity on the depths of desperation. When pushed to the breaking point, it can be our last bastion of hope. The English statesman Benjamin Disraeli said desperation is sometimes as powerful an inspirer as genius. That is one kind of desperation. The other is sheer panic. To stave off failure, we resort to tactics which are harmful to our long-term survival. We take shortcuts for short-term expediency. We cut corners to make the grade today knowing full well it has affected our monetary success for the future. It happens in every business run by the impatient, the desperate. It gets exploited by those in the know on the other side of the negotiating table. The tells are so obvious that your customers can spot them immediately. The tactics are so obvious the buyer knows they only need to wait you out to get the better end of the deal. And the cycle is so vicious that it repeats itself year over year, month over month, and week over week. It is the Mobius loop of sales cycles. Desperation gives off a foul odor. It reeks of nervousness, and it is ripe with poor decisions. Every focus is on getting to some arbitrary conversion goal, regardless of the long-term impact of these decisions. We tell lies to ourselves about only taking the shortcut once, and then tell it again and again until this, too, becomes the habit. The habit of doing what is expedient rather than what is right. The English writer Anthony Burgess gave us a clockwork orange. He wrote, We all need money, but there are degrees of desperation. Check the health of your sales organization. Are you taking bad business? All with the justification that you wouldn't do it had you met certain benchmarks each month, then doing it again and repeating the same mantra? Or are you walking away from these acts of desperation, knowing that your new backbone gives you the confidence to approach the next deal with equal enthusiasm? If your business has strong fundamentals, this may not happen. If you have customers buying ideas and advice from experts, this may not happen. In fact, you will have an easier time staving off the acts of desperation than those who only operate on a 30-day strategic plan. When we care nothing for the future health of our business, we will exhibit this willingness to cut corners, regardless of the internal, self-inflicted damage we cause. John Gerald Stumpf was the chairman and CEO of Wells Fargo. He said, when you collect bad loans, you sure learn a lot about making good ones. You also learn a lot about the power of persuasion, persistence, and desperation. In a move that now appears somewhat ironic, he is banned from banking for life. For 2016's fake account scandal at Wells Fargo, looks like he did not learn as much as he thought he would learn from making bad loans. It only taught him to make more. This idea that it was okay to cut corners to, quote, make the number, led to more devious practices in the future. If you cut corners during the week at practice, you will repeat the process at game time. 
It is dangerous for desperation to drive negotiation. When all you have is nothing, anything looks like a whole lot of something. But what you agree to today sets the bar and the tone for any future business transactions. In the media world, advertising sales rates have not changed much in 30 years. And much of this is caused by acts of desperation. Look at consumer pricing. Look at the value of the U.S. dollar. And look at any other pricing comparison. You will see a significant uptick in pricing in most business sectors. $1 in 1990 would be $2.29 in 2022. That would mean pricing is 2.29 times higher 30 years later. But advertising rates have not kept pace. Sellers and sales teams have continued to accept same, or in some cases lower, advertising rates to keep from striking out. The idea that half of something is better than nothing, thus creating the Mobius Loop, this closed cycle of sameness, all fashioned from this idea of desperation. It is a weakness a lack of intestinal fortitude, and the ability to walk away from bad business. Half of something sets the new bar for value. It might make you feel good, but it is only temporary, as it will drive down your total business value. It forces you to work twice as hard for the same or even less. Henry Rollins was a pioneer in punk music. He fronted State of Alert, Black Flag, and Rollins Band in his career. He says weakness is what brings ignorance, cheapness, racism, homophobia, desperation, cruelty, brutality, and all the things that will keep a society chained to the ground, one foot nailed to the floor. It keeps our sales teams with one foot chained to the ground also running as fast as they can in a controlled, unbreakable circle. They are never able to break this cycle. This makes it a race to the bottom. To me, that is not a race worth winning. I don't even want a registration number for this contest. Jessica Walter was a Hollywood actress. She had well over 170 roles to her credit. She is most famous for playing opposite Clint Eastwood in 1971's Play Misty for Me. Her take on this topic was this. Desperate? That can be the justification for all kinds of behavior. And that is what we are doing when we operate out of desperation. We justify all sorts of things to get us through another week. We are like addicts looking for our next fix. That better feeling we have when we get to close can mask over the steps taken to get to that point until we are faced with the same problem again in 30 days. Before making your next sales call, shower. Wash that smell of desperation off of you before your customer gets a whiff of it. Don't be so eager to please that you come off as frantic. It is one of the glaring tells. Don't be so anxious to make a sale that you're willing to do anything, including cut corners, as a today action. And lying to yourself about how you will course correct this bad behavior in the future. Instead, arm yourself with your value proposition and your non-preemptible market position. Know what this is worth. Have your do-not-go-below walk point firmly established before darkening the doorstep of your next prospect. Understand what is negotiable and what is not. Make your pricing stand up. Bring it up early in the conversation, setting the tone for the entire value proposition. We used to hear the first person to mention money loses, but in our world of direct sales, many times the first price establishes the value. It sets the market pecking order for all products. Best to get that on the table early on so everything in the future is compared to it. Otherwise, most people will take 5% of fact and 95% of rumor, half-truths and innuendo and make their own version of value. Avoid acts of desperation. Be proud of who you are and what you do. Make that stand for real value in your sales presentations. 
Shawn Michaels is an American professional wrestler. He says if you are desperate enough for attention, any attention will make you feel better. And that is often how we act on any sales call, especially if we have had several in a row that didn't go well. If someone winks at us or feigns the slightest interest, we offer the moon. And it's so quick, so we can get to closed rather than do the right thing for the customer, our business, and for ourselves. Our customers and prospects can spot desperation coming a mile down the road, and they will smell it first, then see it in our faces. Be confident in what you represent and how you conduct yourself. Know what you are worth and the value you bring to the table. Avoid these acts of desperation in your daily routine. Your experience counts for something. Your past success, no matter how limited, can be the fuel you need to get through to the next sale of significance. Henry David Thoreau wrote, It is the characteristic of wisdom to not do desperate things. Remind yourself of this value. Have a solid plan. It can keep you out of situations where you have to act in desperation. There are hundreds of sellers awash in this perfume or cologne that gives off the smell of defeat. Wash yourself of this odor before making the next call. Instead, project confidence. Bring value. Offer more than price concessions or discounts. In fact, don't offer those at all. You will see success when you hold the value of your offer, and that in itself will wash the perfume of desperation off of you. It gets replaced with an air of confidence and success. I have released a new book on leadership called You Can't Lead from the Back of the Room. It is available on Amazon.com, and it's also released as an audiobook for download on Audible. If you've liked what you've heard here today, please consider downloading one or two. Send one to a friend. You can go to cdmediaconsulting.com and follow the instructions to order.